today on Grace to the Hearers with Pastor Eric Kluth. It is not Jesus that is judging you. It is your decision on what you do with him. If you reject him, then you are going to receive the judgment of God because you said no. It's not Jesus, it's you rejecting. God is open arms. I love you. I've come to save the world. No, I don't want you. I don't I don't want you, God. I don't want you, Jesus. I don't believe in you. That statement is going to bring judgment. We have the right to reject Christ. Pastor Eric teaches us today that we must be aware of hearts, for they can grow cold and reject Jesus' grace. Jesus offers us an eternity with him, but to receive it, we must accept him into our hearts. If an open wound holds you from Jesus, know that he can heal it if you allow him to do so. Well, let's join Pastor Eric in the book of John chapter 12 with today's edition of Grace to the Hearers. So what do you think that the Savior of the world is going to be proclaiming the last opportunity before he goes to the cross? He's going to give the gospel. He's going to give the gospel. The gospel is what changes life. The good news of Jesus Christ. The cross may be foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is light, right, to those who understand. Jesus is crying out his last week for people. Follow the light. You will become sons of the light, sons of God. Believe. My soul is not troubled because for this purpose I have come. The bigger picture, right? Still, many people didn't, didn't believe. As we see in verses 37 through 41, we see John's kind of take of what's going on here. His little insert that the Lord led him to write. He says this, But although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. The Lord has believed our reports. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? John then says, therefore, they could not believe because Isaiah said again, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts in turn so that I should heal them. Verse 41, these things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. John recalls what the prophet Isaiah said. He said, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Isaiah 53, 1. God called Israel's heart out in the days of Isaiah. He was calling them out, but God knew that they would reject him. He knew that they would reject him because God is all-knowing. If you look at that in Isaiah 53, 3, it says this, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and uh, acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. This is the heart that was revealed that the prophet Isaiah was speaking about in the children of Israel. They rejected the Messiah. They rejected him. And we see it coming to pass in John. And John recalls this by the Holy Spirit. He recalls this, that Isaiah said this. And so therefore he writes it because we just read that Jesus did many signs, yet they did, many did not believe in him. Their heart was hardened. Their heart was hardened. So John points out the reasons why they had these hearts. 
You know, he, he again quotes specifically Isaiah, in verse 4, he specifically quotes out Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. These were the words God instructed Isaiah to speak to Israel after Isaiah said, Here I am, I will go for you. Remember that? Remember in Isaiah when God says, who will go for us? And Isaiah says, here I am. I will go. Okay, great, Isaiah. This is what I want you to say. They're going to be hardened to my message. They're not going to hear the words that I speak through you, but I want you to do it. God knew that this would be the heart of man when Jesus came. They would reject him and despise him. Therefore, God gave man in our text, Israel, over to their heart's desire. But I believe that God gives man over to his heart's desire today because God doesn't change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. God does the same thing with you and me today. God allows you to harden your hearts towards him. He allows you to harden your hearts towards him. God gives you what you desire. Those who choose to reject Jesus, then guess what? You choose not to receive and accept Jesus, then you don't have to spend eternity with him. You don't have to. If that's your choice, you don't have to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. You don't. God gives you over to that choice. Back to our text, verses 42 through 50, we are going to see that Jesus goes back and is speaking. And John recalls Jesus speaking to the people once more. Verse 42, Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. I have that circled in my Bible. Because that is such a a heart-revealing verse. Verse 44, Then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. I have come as light into the world. What did he just instruct them to do? Follow the lights, right? He comes again. I have come as light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Verse 49, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, which I should say and which I should speak. In verse 50, and, and I know that, this, that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Jesus states that there were, there were people who believed in Jesus. Jesus states it. There are people who believe in Jesus, but they were afraid to confess him. Why were the people afraid to confess him? Because they were afraid that they were going to get kicked out of their church. They were afraid. Not by the government, okay? It says that they were afraid to get kicked out of the church. Because they were believing in Jesus. 
What? Makes no sense. They were afraid because of the Pharisees. They didn't confess. The Pharisees being the rulers of the synagogues at this time. John reveals the people's hearts by saying they loved the praises of man more than the praises of God. That's what's going on in the hearts. They're more concerned with their peers in their churches that they're in. And they're looking around. If I'm really radical and I believe in Jesus and I stand up for him, what are they going to say about me? Are they going to tell me to leave? Does that make any sense? It really doesn't make any sense to me. But could it be, could it be that that's what's taking place in churches today? Could it be? Jesus cries out to the people. Cries out to them. Believe in me. He declares to the people the following. Now, please note that this, again, is the last time recorded in the Gospel of John that Jesus addresses the public. This is the last time Jesus addresses the public according to the Gospel of John. So, understanding this, see the intensity, see the compassion, see the longing Jesus had for the hearts of the people to understand and to believe, to drop the thought of praising man and to focus in believing in him. Think of the intensity, okay? Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross. This is the last public communication of it recorded in John, and he is laying, he's, he's not holding anything back. He's putting it all on the table, All on the table. He says, number one, if you believe in Jesus, then you believe in God. If you believe in me, then you believe in the one who sent me. Okay? On the flip side of the corner, if you don't believe in Jesus, then you don't really believe in God. Many people in in the, the society and the culture that we live in say, hey, do you believe in God? Oh, yeah, I believe in God. Do you believe in Jesus? No. You don't believe in God then. (laughs) You don't believe in God. Because it says, Jesus says, if you believe in him, then you believe in the one who sent him. In him who sent him. Jesus being him and God the Father being who sent him. So if you believe in Jesus, then you believe in God. Number two, he says, whoever believes shall not abide in darkness. Abide means you're in darkness. Jesus saying, if you believe, you will not be in darkness. You will be in the light. He's crying out to these people. His heart, just, I can feel the compassion of God crying out to the people. Then number three, Jesus declares his love for sinful man. He says, I do not judge. I do not judge. He states that he came to save the world. I'm not coming to judge you. I'm coming to save the world. But he who rejects me does not receive my words and has which judges him. Meaning what? Church. It is not Jesus that is judging you, it is your decision on what you do with him. If you reject him, then you are going to receive the judgment of God because you said, no, it's not Jesus, it's you rejecting. God is open arms. I love you. I've come to save the world. No, I don't want you. I don't don't want you, God. I don't want you, Jesus. I don't believe in you. That statement is going to bring judgment upon you. Jesus is saying, I love you. I love you. I've come to save you. 
Believe in me, and you will not abide in darkness. Believe in me. (laughs) Number four, Jesus tells the crowd that he is only speaking what the Father has given him to speak. He's not doing it for his own glory. Remember, God, you be glorified. Father, be glorified. And so yet he was being bold, a message that people didn't want to say because yet they were in their churches, in their seats, quiet. But Jesus is crying out to them, crying out to them, believe, stand up for me, believe. No, if I believe, if I stand up, if I confess him, they're going to kick me out of this place. It's hogwash, man. Concluding these statements, God is communicating to the Jews once again the same message that he spoke to them when Jesus was baptized. The same message God is communicating and it said this in Mark 9, 7. He said, A cloud came and overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son. Hear him. Jesus is saying, I'm speaking the words of the Father. God the Father again at the baptism of Jesus said, This is my beloved Son. Hear him. Hear him. Are they hearing him? No, they're scared they're going to be kicked out of church. They would rather go for the praises of men versus the praises of God. They would rather come to a country club versus standing up for God. Man, I've fallen into that trap. It's not worth it. Man fails you. (laughs) Reality. God never fails. I'd rather have the praises of God than the praises of man. Man, you get praised by man and like two seconds later you're like, Why didn't they see that? My feelings are hurt now. God sees all things. (laughs) And he's going to reward those who are faithful to him. I want my rewards in heaven. (laughs) As much as I like getting an attaboy, I want to get the attaboy from God. This is the area to be alert in. I don't doubt many believe in Jesus. But I doubt that many have truly confessed him. Why have they not confessed him? Because people are afraid. People are afraid. And they love the praises of man more than the praises of God. Unfortunately, many people believe secretly in Jesus in churches today. They are afraid to speak up for Jesus or allow Jesus to speak through them. Paul said this concerning the last days of the church. 2 Timothy 4.3 For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up from themselves teachers. Is that happening? I believe it is. Not just in the cult, but also in the Christian church. Even in the Christian church, there is, there is more people, more, more churches going away from sound doctrine because they were too concerned with filling the chairs. More concerned about the, the finances coming into the building. And they're just saying, you know what, we're just going to accept everything. You know, let's, let's, you know, this Eastern mysticism is a good thing. Let's meditate and go off into a whole different world and lose our mind. What? That's not what God's word says. Be sober, right? Is it really happening? Yes, it is happening. (laughs) And if you don't think it's happening, then you're going to get deceived. 
You have to look in the lines, in between the lines. Is, is, even at this church, you guys, don't take my word for gospel. Take the word of God for gospel. I'm open for correction, although I get really bummed out because I want to give God my best. But I'm not perfect. But if you go to a church, you got to look in between the lines. What is the heart? Are they pointing to Jesus or is it pointing to themselves? I believe that this is taking place today. Many so-called Christian churches are not enduring sound doctrine. And I hate to say it, but there could even be that in the Calvary Chapel movement. It could even be in the local Baptist church. Not saying that it is, okay? I'm not, but I'm just overall picture here. You've got to be aware. We are living in the last days, and what better way for the enemy to come and deceive by twisting the word of God? The pastors and people don't want to hear the truth. Therefore, the people are heaping up teachers that will teach what they want to hear. Motivational speeches. Let me tell you right now, I'm not good at that. (laughs) Motivate you? Um, Get up. Praise God. Do all things to the glory of God. Rah, 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 go. (laughs) You know, there's your motivational speech. But my heart is to give you the truth. Very much so. (laughs) I doubt that many in these churches believe in Jesus. I'm sorry. I I don't doubt that they believe in Jesus. But are they confessing Jesus? There's a difference. Believing and confessing is two different things. Uh, Are they confessing him? Or are they not confessing him? Because they're afraid to be kicked out and not accepted in their church. You will not be accepted in these churches that are leaving the faith. You will not be accepted in these churches that are leaving the faith. The churches that are going away from the truth, when you stand up for God and Jesus and the Bible, and you say, well, wait, this is what the Bible says. Well, this is not where you need to be coming then. Because we're on, this is where we're going, man. We're, we're lying down on the ground together and with our heads locked together and just bouncing around. Or we're going to take the chairs out of this room and we'll put couches in here instead. That's where we're going as a church. You know, Jesus in the Bible, that doesn't really fit our, our, our mission here. Oh, okay. <laughs> you will be rejected for standing in the truth the days to come more and more. So true. It's so true. We see it in our society. People standing up for the word of God and people saying, there's something wrong with that person. There's something wrong with me then. Amen. Because we are standing for the praises of God, not for the praises of men. And we must not lose sight of that, friends. Family, as we gather together, these are the days that are, are evil and wicked. The days of Noah and Lot. If you go back and you read the Bible, those days are wicked and those days are now. But yet, we can stand because we believe in the light. And where the light is, darkness cannot and will not abide. Amen? Paul states this. He says this. He goes, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and imposters will go worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 
Deception, my friends, is only going to grow worse and worse in these days. If you believe that it's going to get better, I'm going to tell you right now that it is not. Because Paul said this, but you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. You must continue in what you have learned. Maybe your Christianity has started yesterday. Maybe it started today. Then remain in the truth. Okay, remain in the truth because the truth of God's word is inspired by God and it will not fail you. Listen to Jesus. Jesus said, but whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. The word confess in the Greek means not to deny. The word deny means to reject. So what is Jesus saying? Whoever denies, whoever rejects me before men... Him I also will reject before my Father who is in heaven. Hello? <laughs> Confess Jesus no matter the cost. No matter the cost. No matter the cost. Confess Him as Lord. Confess Him as Lord. Don't believe in secret. Confess Jesus and He will confess you. Matthew 10.32 Conclusion. Where do you stand with man or with Jesus? Do you believe and confess Jesus? If you reject Jesus, then God has given you his grace today. The grace of God has been extended to you this morning, and it just takes a repentant heart. Turning away from the sin, turning away from yourself, and turning to God. And you will be forgiven, amen? Through Jesus. Remember, Jesus is not judging you. He came to save you. But your decision will judge you. If you reject Jesus, then God will give you over to that choice. And you can spend eternity from Jesus in a place the Bible calls hell. Or you can choose to believe and to turn to the light. And God will give you over to that choice. And you will spend eternity in a place where the Bible calls heaven. Man, confess him, confess him, confess him, and he will confess you. Guard your hearts against false doctrine. Stand for the truth. Love the praises of God. And keep running the good race. Our Savior's return draws near. Continue to shine the light for Jesus Christ. We have got the great opportunity, my friends, to continue to share the light of Jesus Christ. And oh, how I desire that all should come to repentance and to follow him. And by God's grace, every man has that opportunity. Every man has that opportunity. John 3.16, one of the most recognized verses in the Bible, reminds us that by believing in Jesus, God's only Son, we are set free from our sins and have gained eternity in heaven. God's love for us, His creation, caused Him to allow all the sin of the earth to be placed on the shoulders of His Son. 
Jesus then took the punishment for those sins, dying a painful death, just so that we wouldn't be separated from Him. Our prayer is that as Pastor Eric continues teaching through the book of John, you will grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus. If you've been touched by this series or you'd like to know more about Jesus, please give us a call at 520-723-7047. We'd love to share the freedom you can have with a personal relationship with Jesus. That number again is 520-723-7047. You can also connect with us by visiting our website at gracetothehearers.com where you'll also discover more about this ministry and find resources to enhance your study of God's Word. If, like many, social media is part of your everyday life, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel where you'll find many videos of past messages from Pastor Eric's verse-by-verse study of the Bible. Find all this and more at our website, gracetothehearers.com. With that, our time has come to a close today. Pastor Eric will return soon with his continuing verse-by-verse study in the book of John right here on Grace to the Hearers.